tech, it's just basically electricity right now. It's everywhere. It's with everything that we do. So if you have any story that's related to tech, we'll always and only judge the story by its own merit. It doesn't matter that you've never published with us before. It doesn't matter you never published anywhere before. Looking at Hakkonen content as having three niches, so we have the blockchain, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency people, we have the general tech startup people, and then we have software development. Software is where we started, so it's always dear to our heart. Hello. This is Derek Bernard, producer of the Hacker Noon podcast. Today we join Hacker Noon COO Lingdao Smook, who sat down with Chris Castiglione of the Learn How to Code podcast from the folks at One Month. You can check it out at learn.onemonth.com slash hacker dash noon. In this episode, Chris and Ling discuss the Hacker Noon story as of June 2019, the company's trajectory in the tech publication space, and Hacker Noon from a community perspective. Who is it who makes Hacker Noon? Stick around and find out. This episode of Hacker Noon is sponsored by DigitalOcean. Join a community of over 3.5 million developers learning how to build and scale high-performance web apps on the simplest cloud platform. With a flat pay-as-you-go pricing structure and monthly caps across all global data centers, DigitalOcean makes it easy to get the computer resources you need without the billing surprises you get from other cloud providers. Discover why developers love DigitalOcean and get started with a free $50 credit at do.co slash hackernoon. Full stack developer Austin Pocus. We're using it to host a discourse site. So basically, they give us a machine and we run a Dockerized instance of discourse on there. It's a few clicks and discourse is ready to rock. Hey, Ling, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me here. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. doing good. <laughs> Great. Can you tell us what is Hacker Noon? Uh, sure. So Hackanoon is an independent tech media site. Um, we don't like to think of ourselves as someone else's publication. <laughs> so we're actually moving off Medium pretty soon. We can elaborate more on that. Uh, we are a contributor-driven network with over 7,000 contributing writers and counting. Um, we have a very small and lean team uh, with me and my husband to start um, in the beginning. And now we up to four, full, four full-time employees and um, about 10 different contractors all over the world. Um, we're publishing mostly tech stories, but we do believe that tech infiltrates all aspects of life. So we also have stories about uh, startups and you know building your own businesses um, as well as um, really really deep dive technical stuff on JavaScript and software development programming um, as well as blockchain content. And yeah. We publish about yeah. Do, <laughs> Sorry. You have, do you have a sense of how many um, how many articles you have on? Yeah, we actually do know. Um, it is about. Uh, 20,000 articles that we have uh, published already and um, so we, we started in 2016 um, uh, January of 2016 and so far every day we've been publishing about 20 to 30 stories uh, probably a bit fewer in the beginning uh, but we've been growing pretty steadily and um, yeah about 20,000 stories in our library right now 
Oh my God, that's so many stories. And and you <laughs> and you don't write those stories. I mean, maybe you wrote a few of them, but it's it's yeah. just contributors, like people <laughs> yeah. submit stories, right? Is how it yeah, works. Yeah, I wrote point zero zero one percent of those stories, but <laughs> no, most most of these stories are uh, uh, bio amazing contributors who are the heart and soul of our platform for sure. Wow, there's a lot of different tech, you know, news sites out there. What makes Hacker Noon so special? I think we don't pretend to um, be the Jesus of publishing. Um, we just kind of trying our best to be the reflection of the internet, if that makes sense. Can you explain so, what the Jesus of publishing is? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like there are a lot of platforms out there uh, whose their main purpose is really um, to have every single person on the planet use their platform, uh, which, I mean, it would be cool <laughs> if we ever have that, but I don't think that's um, that has ever been our focus. Uh, we really are interested in what people have to say about technology, and um, we have, have a strong editorial team. Uh, at the same time, we don't... Um, we don't police what people have to say about certain topics um, around here. So people feel like the the the, the, the freedom to express themselves and the barrier to entry to some are a little bit lower than uh, some of the other tech sites. Like you have to go through lengthy uh, review, lengthy editorial process, and um, a lot of the times, you know, not for that much better distribution for us we accept anyone and everyone of course we um, have three editors um, now who look into the quality before that it was just me and my husband um, but you know and they have to meet certain standard um, like you know with grammar and with um, kind of just best practices of hyperlinks and stuff like that but in terms of the actual content we very very lax um, um, on that as long as you have an interesting story to say like if you do everything lowercase we don't care <laughs> if you uh, put a lot of you know like just memes and jibs and stuff like that we don't care you don't have to do AP style anything um, you know uh, you have to attribute other people but that's pretty much it we don't standardize that kind of things so I think because of that people feel that sense of freedom of expression and just freedom to to tell their stories. Yeah, there's really like a, this democratization, you know, of content for, from the author's perspective. I think like you you feel like oh, I can have a voice in this community. I think that's yeah. the way Hacker Noon feels, you know, to me as someone who has submitted work myself. You know, it feels mm -hmm. like oh, okay, you know. Um, I guess with, you know, with the Jesus, whatever you said, with the, with the tech Jesus, I like that term, tech Jesus, with the tech Jesus is, um, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot harder even just to get something in TechCrunch. It's very like, you know, to use the word like centralized and hierarchical yeah. to kind of like get the voice in that as the comparison. You know. Oh yeah. Or something like Forbes technology where it's also a contributor driven model like us, but, um, it takes it can take up to weeks or months to get your piece uh, up. Which, I mean, with the kind of the quantity of submissions we have, um, that timeline just doesn't work. We we need to be able to move fast. How did you get involved yep. with Hacker Noon? Um, so my story of getting involved in Hacker Noon goes all the way way back to. 
I guess 2015 when I like totally by chance met David actually um, so I was um, at the time um, traveling to San Francisco for business uh, I was leading the Asia division of uh, this innovative brand new university called Minerva I was leading kind of like um, the marketing sales uh, customer relations like everything you can think of uh, of building um, a brand new identity for a university in Asia and um, you know my office was on the ninth floor of uh, Market Street and there was like a concert uh, going on on that day and I was just attracted to you know to the music so I went down and that's when um, I randomly met David I guess he was he he, he was pretty uh, he found it very entertaining that I was plugging in my phone to my computer to charge it and um, while being at a concert you know like talking about how technology infiltrates every day life and he would just you know his line was like um you have a lot of technology on your hand or something like that. And that's how we met. So we, uh, because of, 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 of the way we, we, uh, we met, we um, um, didn't really have any like thing kind of professionally. We, 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 we were just like um, building relationships, but whenever we got married and, you know, um, uh, I left my uh, job at Minerva, um, I, I was I, I was witnessing the growth of Pakanoon um, the entire time up until that point. Uh, I remember when uh, Jay and David started um, Hacker Daily. That's uh, when it was um, first started. It was called Hacker Daily in January, and then they changed the name to um, Hacker Noon in April, and everyone thought that it was such a bad idea that it was called Hacker Noon, uh, not knowing that like that would actually be one of our proudest assets. You know, the name Hacker Noon is, is really catchy and seems to be resonating with people. Then yeah. around, um, so, you know, I was witnessing the growth of Pakanoon for the entire year, um, just kind of on the sideline, um, seeing how hard David was trying to recruit all these stories, uh, personally communicating with all of the writers. Like, I mean, I think he remembers the first 500, 500 or even 1,000 stories um, he published. So every single story was just, it, it meant a lot to him. And so I was kind of seeing all of that. This episode of Hacker Noon is sponsored by DigitalOcean. Join a community of over 3.5 million developers learning how to build and scale high-performance web apps on the simplest cloud platform. With a flat pay-as-you-go pricing structure and monthly caps across all global data centers, DigitalOcean makes it easy to get the computer resources you need without the billing surprises you get from other cloud providers. Discover why developers love DigitalOcean and get started with a free $50 credit at do.co slash hackernoon. Full stack developer Austin Pocus. We're using it to host a discourse site. So basically, they give us a machine and we run a Dockerized instance of discourse on there. Gets a few clicks and discourse is ready to rock. And then, so um, let me just let me just make sure I have this right. So because yeah. there's a lot there. I read. So quick, quick, quick summary is you heard some music outside. You met David. Fast yeah. forward to you fell in love, and yeah. <laughs> meanwhile he was starting Hacker Noon. He changed the yeah. name from Hacker Daily to Hacker Noon. Yeah. Um, 
And then, and then at this point, I think it's also interesting to mention that, I mean, when you say start at Hacker Noon, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picturing, you know, on Medium, anyone, I believe anyone can start a publication. Mm-hmm. You just start a publication. Oh, yeah. Um, but it sounds like what David had done was he had attracted writers who had something important to say because it's not yeah. easy to get, to get attention for that. Yeah, I was going to tap into that. Um, what I noticed was that out of all the publications he started, we started uh, also together one publication on feminism called Athena Talks actually around the time. Hmm. And so there was 16, 17 publications that were all around, you know, like the first quarter of 2016. And each of them has a varying degree of success <laughs> in terms of growth and how attractive they are to to writers and readers. Hakanoon just by far was like just crazily, insanely attractive to people. Um, and I think it's, you know, it says something about um, maybe a market or the lack thereof of, of, of a platform for, you know, these incredibly smart people, software engineers, developers, blockchain um, enthusiasts, Bitcoiners, uh, students of computer science to just like say something, you know, from their own perspective, from, from their first person perspective. I love so, that. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it was it was really interesting to see um, how Hackanoon is like 10, 20, 30 times the growth of like all the other publications combined. Um, so that was interesting. And I, I got to see all of that um, as it was happening. Um, I think they got to like a thousand um, writers, either writers or stories. I, I need to get my story straight in like the first 10 days. It was like something like that. It was really, really crazy. And um, and how did, how did they build? I mean, how did David at the time? It was just David, you're saying, and, and one other person. Right? Yeah, it was David, um, who's kind of like this publishing expert, you know, person. And then there was Jay, who's a, uh, an engineer at Capital One. So mm-hmm. they were friends from before and they just kind of uh, worked together to, to, to build this brand. And I think they um, did do a, some kind of script uh, to kind of automatically recruit writers in the beginning, but that uh... quickly got shut down, like oh. very, very quickly, like within... <laughs> <laughs> like a, a, a you know single digit of days <laughs> that they started it um and it actually triggered like a change of terms and conditions and medium's very own terms and conditions so if you see something along the line of like you can't run a script in our app uh, it probably was triggered by that event <laughs> okay <laughs> back, yeah. back in 2016 oh my gosh yeah <laughs> um for anyone who's listening who might have an idea for something that they want to start a publication on do you have any advice for how to start a publication on medium um, I think you should just find your vertical whatever that works um, you can't just publish everything so I think like the first important most important thing first is like find your niche find your vertical um, and then next it's just basically go for it I mean I remember um, I was actually helping out a little bit with recruiting stories in the be- beginning too you just have to like go at it you and know re- when you like, say recruiting stories does it mean yeah. like you're are you actively searching on medium and you're asking people hey do you want to be part of our yeah yeah exactly so we um we would look at this interesting story and then we um 
immediately message the writer.、Um, back in the day, they actually have a、um, add this story to your publication, something like that, like or like ask to add this story to to your publication. They cut that functionality months ago. I think maybe even more than a year ago already.、Mm. But yeah, they 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 used to have that. Um, I think yeah, just kind of be vigilant <laughs>、um, and 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 go for the best stories you you can find. And I think people like that about us. We don't really we're very transparent about、um, our intention, and we you know just share with people that hey, like we started this publication,、um, and we do that like with sixteen, seventeen other publications too. Like as for me, I'm very interested in. Uh, fitness, and I'm very interested in feminism. So I kind of went out of my way, like spent hours, just kind of talk to people about the stories that they wrote and、um, Wait, are, how are interesting saying, they are. Are you saying you started seventeen publications?、Um, no, I started、uh, two out of the seventeen, but、uh, but yeah, they near not nearly as as popular as Hagenun. I mean, Athena Talks is still going on, Fit Yourself Club is still going on, but all the other ones、um, kind of dwindled a little bit because, because we since shifted、uh, our focus、yeah. entirely on Hagenun. Because what I'm wondering is just like it's interesting your strategy, if if we call it that, for、mm-hmm. having an idea to make something, you know, like a publication.、Yeah. It sounds like maybe the idea was, hey, let's try a bunch of these,、yeah. and if one hits, we'll go with that. Is that is that more of the story of how it happens? And、uh, yeah, that that、oh, that,、okay. that was、uh, it. But also, I think with Hakanoon, we also spent a lot more time. Um, kind of just thinking about the bigger questions of like technology、um, and how that just impacts every single thing that we do. Like even you know the very software that we use to recruit stories is is you know a part of the story of technology,、um, big picture technology. And then now as we shifting year, I mean I'm going like I'm skipping the story way ahead. But now as we shifting years、uh, from a publishing company to a software company, I mean that was just it it, it blew my mind how that happened. Yeah, so like, let's yeah, let's talk about all incidental. I would love I would love to hear more inten- about that. Very intentional、uh, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's dive into that. I'd love to hear more about that. I've been、yeah. following. I've been following over the past. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like almost a year. A year now.、Um, yeah. You, you can tell me, but since this kind of, I want to call it like a breakup with medium has been <laughs>、yeah. in the works.、Um, can you tell me a little bit about what's going on with Hacker Noon and Medium? Sure, of course. So we've been building、um, our following and our um, uh, stories on on Medium、uh, infrastructure for the past almost. Three, yeah, three years, and you know, around the beginning of two thousand eighteen, they kind of communicated with us that、um, you know, after many pivots, they finally decided that publications、um, are no longer like an integral part of medium business. And I mean, it was really detrimental for a lot of other pu- big publications,、um, and I really thought that that was why、um, you know people like Sig- Sig- Signals and Noise,、um, you know, left the platform. Hey, and when and and Ling, when you said they they decided that was it? Did they decide it by emailing you, or was yeah, it the, your traffic yeah. just dropped, or what was? was、um, no, traffic was still growing, 
uh, constantly. I mean, January 2018 was actually our biggest month ever <laughs> because of uh, this one story by David Gilbertson, who I I think he yeah he exclusively uh, publishes on Hakanoon. Um, it's like this very fascinating story about a data breach. Um, mm. But um, yeah, January was around when they started communicating at first, just like via email with us about their intention. And then um, many, many long calls um, after that um, about their pivot. I mean, this is not surprising to us because they've pivoted many times. I mean, they... Um, kind of let go of a third of their staff earlier, um, you know, before that. And then they also hire uh, just like new editorial team before like fire, firing them again. So we, we just kind of knew that they were experimenting a lot with their business directions. But the particular news of publications no longer be an integral part was um, was pretty detrimental to us. And um, we tried to get into, you know, like... Um, the uh, partner program that they were trying to promote so you know ev- they want everyone to pay them five dollars a month and we kind of like yeah like um, if you want us to be part of that like we'll uh, we'll be happy to like we can help with distribution but um, that didn't go anywhere so yeah long story short um, just right around mid uh, May June of 2018 we knew that uh, we we had to move off they actually offered us a very small amount to move to off buy you? Um, did yeah. they offer to buy you did they <laughs> yeah they did they did it was it was laughable really okay <laughs> the, the amount that they offered but they did offer some and we rejected it and just kind of like we're thinking you know of our own pivot like now we actually have to do something at the time we already have almost 7,000 writers and about 18,000 stories in our library and like the thought of just doing it all over all over again was really overwhelming but but what what options did you have at this point I mean you're you're saying they didn't want you so yeah we have three options at the time uh, at least in in our mind we either just shut it down altogether like they want it and um take their offer that's number one number two we can be um you know working for someone else like someone some other bigger companies can acquire us and um, like take over this problem, you know, it will become their problem. Or uh, the third choice, which is the hardest one, and I, I was kind of in denial uh, for like the first month or two that we had to to choose that. Uh, but, you know, to build our own software, build our own infrastructure and just start everything over again. And, you know, after many many late night sleeps and many talks and pondering um, we decided to go for that route wow so it was it wasn't an easy decision but that's where you are now is this decision i what you're telling me yeah to to leave (laughs) to do your own thing (laughs) it's been actually amazing chris it's like whenever we decided you know we make that mental switch um everything changed we decided we we approached one of our contributors who happens to be the ceo of this um equity crowdfunding platform called start engine we didn't know much about crowdfunding at the time, but apparently it was only, you know, available since 2015, the Jobs Act of 2015, allowing basically every ordinary person 
American or international,、uh, with the exception of few countries, to invest in. Like a private company. Before that, it was never possible.、Uh, only accredited investors can do so. So we kind of, and and and、uh, Howard, his name,、uh, was really helpful in just explaining to us that you know a crowdfunding、um, platform is the best option for you right now because of all of the readers and followers that you already have, and we just kind of took a leap of faith, you know, at the time. And be like, all right, if people want this, you know, company, this publication to continue,、uh, maybe they'll chip in. Our goal is to reach for the sky,、um, the maximum, which is a million, one point oh seven million dollars. And we didn't know how much we're gonna be able to raise.、Um, after a few months, we raised、uh, the max amount. We were actually oversubscribed、um, towards the end, meaning a lot more people ship in more money. But because of regulation, crowdfunding, we can't、um, get more than one point oh seven. You know, from twelve hundred readers. So when pe-、wow. whenever people say funded by readers, we are really truly funded by readers. And you know we and and these are not、um, a donation or、um, anything like that kind of a Kickstarter or crowdfunder. Yeah,、um, it is it is equity. So yeah, what's person, the difference? Yeah, yeah, I mean, the dif- I, yeah. The main I, difference is that we don't just give away T-shirts, which we do,、oh, <laughs> um, or stickers, you know, in, <laughs> in returns for、uh, your investment in us.、Um, you actually own a little bit of of the company.、Um, the twelve hundred、um, investors own about fourteen, fifteen percent of Hackenoon right now, which is、uh, um, our valuation is is seven point five million after the crowdfunding. So yeah. Ha- How did you? If you didn't use Kickstarter, how did you? Was there like a platform for doing this kind of equity crowdfunding? Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. So, so we, we, we don't know. I, I don't think we will ever.、Um, we were ever even considering like just kind of a donation campaign because we think、um, it just. It just doesn't bode well with with what we what we've done. I mean, we have helped people a lot with distributing their stories,、um, and but you know, at the end of the day, it's it's their stories, it's the contributors' stories, and they own those stories. So to us.、Um, You know, everyone who invested in us、um, should own a little bit of 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 the company as well. So that's why we go for equity crowdfunding and not just like the regular crowdfunding. Interesting.、Um, so now we actually report to you know twelve hundred bosses. Like <laughs> before that, we were actually an S corp, which the requirement is fewer than seventy five investors. And like we quickly passed that after like the first four hours of the first day、um, of raising the fund. So because of that,、um, now we have、um, we we have a lot of people to be accountable to, and and it's amazing. You know,、um, we pro- promised these people that we will do a quarterly kind of in depth report of the state of the company. Um, just every quarter, and last time when I when I did it, we sent an email to twelve hundred people, 
and like a thousand people like immediately open the email. Wow. I mean, I I sent a lot of emails before, but have like having an eighty eighty one percent open rate on the first day is just kind of I I never heard of that. I, I so these people are <laughs> <laughs> they're really really true believers. And what percentage of the company? So grateful. Oh my gosh! Yes, I, I love yeah. the story. What per, what percentage of the company do they do the um? Do, do, I guess do they own? Yeah, is that the right? Fifteen percent. Yeah, fifteen percent. Um, yeah, altogether, these uh, twelve hundred investors own fifteen percent of the company. And how do you how do you manage that? Is it I know like CoinList <laughs> or there's like some crypto um, mm-hmm. ways to split equity. Is is this? Is this have anything to do with like a, a blockchain kind of token or is it um, No, we would love to explore some of that. But right now, um, they actually manage on Start Engine, the oh. crowdfunding platform. And we do have their emails and all their contact information. So we can either send it via Start Engine or send via our own CRM. Um, yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, manage is, is a funny word because we really consider these people like like our bosses (laughs) Mm -hmm. so what we do is we um invite them all to our private community on community.hackernoon.com which is um, a discourse instance that we build with the help of uh, digital ocean and it's like it serves as our community forum and these people are all invited to our private group on there we also just you know make sure that they are the first to know you know Let's say if we have a better product that we want them to test or if we have a special uh, sponsorship opportunity or some kind of any kind of job opportunities, um, things like that, um, they would be the first to know. All right. So this is amazing. So you made this you made this really hard decision to yeah. move away from this you know giant corporation medium at this point. Uh, yeah. And now you have the backing of about 1,200 people who have like actually funded this idea. Yeah. How do you then get all of the content off of Medium and yeah. and onto your own platform? It seems like that's a really big challenge. Yeah, so uh, good question. So we've been backing up all the content since um, uh, pretty much the beginning. So we have all of our content um, backed up by a third party. And you, What third um, party or how, how does that work? Yeah, so so we just um, uh, they're called Cosmic JS, and they are actually also a contributor of ours. Uh, yeah, we just work with basically all com- companies that contributed <laughs> to Hacker Noon. The thing going on here is that you know all the smartest people in tech <laughs> because of your site. I know. Yeah, that's such a great. I'm so grateful for that. Like just wow. an awesome unintended consequences. That's but yeah, like cool. these people like have a vested interest in Hackernoon basically, you know, they want Hackernoon to be successful. So that's why they're just so eager to 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 work with us. But you know, we've been relying on Cosmic JS for um, years now. And they help us back up the, the, the content in their system. And so right now, uh, when we're migrating the stories over, it's gonna come from Cosmic JS. Uh, now in terms of what stories will move over you know that's a very just yeah it's gonna take me a long time to explain it but we've been for the past four months after we concluded the crowdfunding campaign uh, making sure that everyone is informed of this move of medium uh, all about seven eight thousand writers are informed of the move and they uh, give us exclusive exclusive permission to um 
to publish their content uh, or to really remain, like make sure that their content remain on hackernoon.com and no links around the internet, of which there are like millions um, are broken. I bet, yeah. It's, yeah. That's, that's going to be a pretty wild day when all those links <laughs> break, so to speak. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the internet is going to break. What Do you know when the, day is, <laughs> when the move is going to happen? Is there a date set? Um, yeah, hopefully, you know, I, I don't want to say anything to, yeah. to, <laughs> um, that I can't keep, but ho- hopefully around when this podcast airs, hopefully, okay. <laughs> I don't know, cause I think it's pretty safe to say because it, it usually takes a while for a podcast to air. <laughs> um, yeah. So wait. So I, I I have I have some of my writing on Hacker Noon. Are my links gonna break? Or I, I gave permission. So I'm curious. Like if, yes, if people gave permission. No. No. Your your links absolutely will not break. If if you give us permissions, then 100 it will not break. Okay. Great. And that's we, we and have that's, the stories in our system. That's good for anybody else listening who's either a fan or a writer to know yeah. that if you gave permission, then the links won't break. Great. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Ling, that's really all I needed to know today. So we're done here. <laughs> No, that's awesome. <laughs> it's good to know. Exciting. Yeah, it's, I, I don't think there's any like precedent for this before. I mean, there are like, some publications, some companies that have moved, but Medium usually uh, is pretty nice to those companies and have worked, you know, like hand in hand with those companies, those publications, making sure that. So, so like our case of kind of like this, this breakup is, I think, a rare case <laughs> so so we'll see um we we're still trying to work uh, with them we've been emailing them back and forth and i think the last communication uh we had with them was kind of when they did that whole email thing <laughs> yeah. um to all of our contributors saying that we basically didn't exist so that was pretty abrupt and um but yeah, after that, they they did try to reach out again. So, so media, medium, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> medium basically went direct to your oh yeah writer, writers and they and they said something like like oh, what yeah. they were like like Hackanoon is just a container and uh, within the medium infrastructure and yeah like basically you shouldn't go there something along those lines. Oh. <laughs> it was it was a pretty surprising Monday and oh man. Well, yeah. let's let's talk about the future. And if people listening right now might want to contribute, what is the what is the process, or what kind of stories are you looking for to get more of on Hacker Noon? Sure. So we're looking at Hacker Noon content as having kind of three niches. So we have you know the blockchain, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency people. Um, then we have the general tech startup people, and then we have uh, software development, which you know, software is always like where we started. So it's always kind of like dear to our heart. Uh, But we kind of get to see the rise of blockchain as we publish stories. And we just educated ourselves a lot on on the topic. And uh, a lot of these companies, they can't advertise or tell their stories anywhere else um, because you know you know talking about big companies they have a lot of control over um, like exposure of, of blockchain <laughs> uh, so so we kind of have an an, an interesting uh, intersection for that um, we allow people to talk about 
their own stories and future blockchain. Then um, outside of that, we also have a lot of uh, startup founders and just technical, non-technical founders in general. Um, and, you know, people who are building things, just talking about how they built them. Um, so, yeah, those are the three um, topics that we we know that there will always be audience for them. Um, but even outside of that, I think, like I say in the beginning, tech, it's just basically like electricity right now. You know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Um, it's with everything that we do. So if you have any story that's remotely related to tech um, and we will always and only judge the story by its own merit, it doesn't matter that you've never published with us before, it doesn't matter we ne- you never published you know, anywhere before. In fact, the majority of our writers um, is non you know unprofessional writers you know they they write stories as part of something else they don't write stories um you know to for, just for the sake of writing um so so yeah like it doesn't matter like you can just publish um or at least submit your stories to hackernoon right now we have uh, contribute.hackernoon.com and it will directly go to the inbox of one of our three main ed- uh, editors. We also have me, myself, and a few other people um, in addition to those main editors. But yeah, like the three topics that I talked to you about, each of those um, is manned by one editor. And they will provide you with a minimum uh, of like 10 minutes per story with like improving the headlines, making sure that search engine uh, will recognize it, improving the structure of the story, uh, making sure it's uh, readable, easy enough for the readers to follow, um, any guidelines around links, around best practices. Then, um, yeah, you can just simply go to contribute.hackernoon.com for that. And if you would like to kind of get a sneak peek into Hackernoon 2.0, you can go to community.hackernoon.com where we, um, like I say, it's our uh, forum. Uh, we have a couple of thousand um, readers, writers, shareholders on there already. Um, and we do kind of uh, product updates um, and just kind of polls of like what features, you know, people want to, um, uh, want us to include in, in our software on there. And we also discuss things like what will replace Google search? Uh, you know, what's your spirit animal? Or like, um, like what computer do you use? That kind of thing is really fun. Um, then you can go on there. And if you want to reserve your handle on Hackernoon 2.0, you can go to off.hackernoon.com. And right now, I think... Um, you might be able to reserve Chris, maybe. You know, like there are like two, two, three, two, three thousand handles reserved already. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do this right now before I yeah. this live. How, how where, do, where do I go? Say it again. <laughs> Off a u t h dot hackanoon dot com. Oh, a u t h. That's where you can reserve your handle. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Final question: Do you have? Yeah. Do you have a favorite? author or story on Hacker Noon? Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, m- maybe something also of people listening that they should check out first, something like that. I think it's got to be Rick and Morty and the Meaning of Life. Uh, <laughs> and Jeffries. I mean, how yeah. amazing is that? He just blew my mind with... So he exclusively publishes on Hacker Noon as well. And I think 
he basically um uh, dan jeffries he like is set for life with his job <laughs> like he like sells software for some rich companies and like on on you know his daytime and like every other hour of his life is spent thinking about big questions um like you know the future of humanity so yeah i just love reading his stuff a lot um he and then who else dan gilberson is also um i mentioned him a, a bit earlier he he's the person that wrote um our biggest story ever uh, on the data breach and security breach um do you know the name of the piece or how to spell his um, name? Yeah, one second. Dan Gilbertson. Yeah, maybe it's the one I have credit card numbers and passwords from your site. I'm oh, yeah. Yes, one. that's the one. <laughs> what a crazy name. Here's how. Um, <laughs> um, there's also this one from uh, Cassie, who's the uh, uh, Google chief data uh, scientist, I believe. Um, and she publishes a lot on Hacker Noon as well. And she does one on TensorFlow, long lives TensorFlow, TensorFlow is dead. That one is interesting as well. Um, great. Well, hey, Ling, it's been super great talking with you today. Uh, is there yeah. anywhere where we should send people? I mean, obviously, Hacker Noon to find out more yeah. about Hacker Noon. Is there anywhere that I should send mm -hmm. them to find out more about you? So I'm Vietnamese, actually, so I don't use Twitter a lot. Like, I didn't know it was a thing until, like, I went to the U.S. Um, um, I studied in the U.S. back in 2009, so four years in college there. Um, but you can, like, see all of my things on Facebook, I guess. Uh, unlike a lot of other work people, I'm still using Facebook. Oh, okay. And that's, like, a way for me to connect with my family back home as well. It's uh, Facebook is still really big in Southeast Asia. And we have this chat, Dao Talk, which is, like, among our family. Um, that has been going on for years. Like, literally, Facebook has been, like, the reason for me being able to keep up with my family um, for, like, a decade. So... Like I have a different point of view on on their place in the world. Interesting. Um, obviously, they they yeah. they are very ambitious and they're doing a lot of questionable things. But yeah. I think people tend to, you know, just use them as, as the scapegoat for a lot of their um, the anger at technology as a whole. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot but, of sense. Uh, um, but yeah, you can find me, like you can just search me on Lingdao, uh, Lingdao Swook, um, and then you should be able to see me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, Hackanoon. You can find me hackanoon.com slash at Hackanoon. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'll put all these links in the show notes so that people could find more. Yeah, sure. That's great. great. All right, Lynn. Thanks so much for chatting today. Thank you. That was Lingdao Smoot, COO of Hacker Noon, appearing on the Learn to Code podcast by One Month. You can find them at learn.onemonth.com slash learn to code podcast with dashes in between learn to code podcast. A simple Google search of Lingdao Smoot will find you Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, the whole range. More specifically, you can find her at hackernoon.com slash at hackernoon. Please don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on social media. You can find the Hacker Noon podcast at podcast.hackernoon.com hackernoon.com and keep up with what's going on in the community at community.hackernoon.com until the next time i'm derek bernard thanks for tuning in <laughs>